The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. I am your host, and I am really excited about uh, 2016, and I hope that you are too. And we're going to be putting a special emphasis on the BU part of beauty here um, with our six-week series. So we've just created. And I know the new year, everybody's kind of like, a new year. It feels really good. Time to let go of the past. Start fresh. And it seems so easy to do that, right? To just let go of the past and start fresh. But the truth is, as humans, I don't think we really want to change that much. I think we really kind of get stuck in ourselves and then we have this new year belief that things are actually going to be different. And just because it's a new year doesn't mean that things are going to be different because who's responsible for making things different? We are. We are. And I sometimes wonder if we really do want to change. And it's not that we don't know how. This is not a, a test of our knowledge or our intellect because we all know how to change. We all know that if we ate better, we'd feel better. We all know that if we exercised more, we'd probably look better. We know these things. We know to do them, but there's still some level of resistance that we don't understand as to why we don't do the things that we know to do that could actually make our lives better. It's not even a, a, a path of lack of will or desire because I believe that we all have this will and desire to want to live the best lives that we can and to love our lives. And so it's not, it's not a matter of lack of will or desire. We have that. So what's really stopping us? What has us not be those powerful people maybe three weeks after the new year starts? Or let's, let's give some people some credit and say February 1st. By February 1st, we all start kind of fading back into our usual ways and our, you know, creature of habits that we are and not necessarily challenge ourselves to want to be able to do better. There's something that prevents us from living the life that we love. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to really talk about the part of the being you, that finding your authentic self in this new year. And this six-week program that I've designed is going to give you that to be able to give you the love of your life. And we're going to look at all of those areas of your life that have you not feel beautiful, whether it's inside or out, or have you feel ashamed or resistant to change. You're going to be very inspired by the information that my guests are going to share, and they're going to share their hardships and their successes and how they overcame them and how they now have a life that they love. And I am honestly a, a, a true testament to this. And I can't tell you how excited I am by this year because each year as a new year rolled in, um, you know, you, we have these grand plans of how this year is going to be better. And I'm going to give you a little insight as to what happened to me last year. So last year, as we came kind of to the close of the holidays, 
I decided that, you know what, that's it. I'm done. I'm done being an entrepreneur. It's too hard. I can't make it work. I am just going to go work for somebody. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. And I felt like a failure in even saying that. But I had to get to that point where I, I, had, to, I had to just stop. I had to stop trying. I had to stop fighting this this resistance I had that I wasn't being successful and then how do I how do I challenge myself to be better and I just thought that's it I'm done I'm giving it all up and I'm gonna go work for somebody and I did get offered a job and I thought it would be a really great opportunity for me and I started that position in February and I hated it I absolutely hated it I hated that I didn't feel like myself I hated that there that I gave up. I hated that it felt um, like it was limiting to me, that I didn't have that big, expansive opportunity in front of me now. I had this job, this role that I had to play. And it lasted a couple of months, but I knew it wasn't going to last much longer than that. And it was, it was a good lesson for me to learn. And it, and it fell apart pretty quick. And I'd have to say for all the right reasons. And I'm very grateful for that opportunity. I'm grateful to have done that because the minute that I got out of it, I realized all the possibility and potential that I had. And it was a very courageous thing for me to do to let go of everything, like give up, surrender. But it was also a very courageous thing for me to say, I'm not done. I still have so much more in me and I have to really make this work. So there was that release, that surrender of finally speaking my truth that I felt like I was failing. And then the opportunity to be able to say, but I'm not done yet and keep going. So I I'm excited because then after that experience happened, after I realized, no, can't, I can't have a job like that, um, I realized that I had, to, I had to do things differently. It wasn't working harder because that's what I always believed. I grew up in a family where we were very hardworking people. My father was a very hard worker. It wasn't working harder. It was, and, it, and you could say that this, you know, working smarter, but it wasn't even that because I kind of knew what to do. It was a shift in my belief system of me really choosing to do it, really choosing to do it. So the six-week sessions that we've got going on here, we are going to talk, today we're talking about how to be able to create your intentions for the year and how to develop your personal brand because I can tell you when you stand in your brand, the world starts coming to you. Uh, we're going to talk nutrition because, let's face it, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon with everybody right now. Everybody wants to live a healthier life, and we probably know the answers to it, but sometimes we just need to be reminded as to why we need to do it. I have a fitness expert, a mental wellness expert, relationship expert, emotional, uh, uh, an emotional uh, healing expert, and a spiritual expert. That's all going to be guests for the next six weeks. All of it designed to be able to kind of find that beauty from you on the inside so that you can authentically be you. And it's your time to do that. It is your time right now. So let go of the struggle and thinking that there's this thing called balance in our life. Because the truth is, is I think what we all want is happiness, joy, love, peace, and maybe a little adventure, right? I know I do. I want some adventure. Here's what I think the problem is. We don't set ourselves up for having all of those things. And I'm not talking about the new job, the better body, the making more money. We don't set ourselves up to believe that we can have the best of everything. 
Instead, I think we kind of just wing it. So we kind of start out the new year with, yay, it's January. I'm going to do things differently this year. You know, how many of you said, I'm going to, I'm going to cut sugar out of my diet or I'm going to work out four days a week. And we're already at the, you know, at the end of the very first week of January here. How many of you have done that? How many of you have actually done what you said you were going to do? And then what happens is you feel bad about yourself because you didn't do it. And then you're like, "Eh, it's the same old thing. I'm too busy. I don't have time. It costs money. And all of those things that challenge us and, you know, throw objections in our face, we kind of allow them to do that. We wing it. We really do wing it. But today we're going to talk about setting our intentions for the year. And it's a little bit of a different conversation than setting resolutions, New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to share with you all the differences on that. So the first thing I want you to think about is what do you want? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to meet? You know, how much how much do you want to make? I mean, all of those things are relevant to being able to do that. But the big fat question that we're going to have to ask ourselves here when setting intentions is why? Why do you want that? Why is it important? If you had it, how would you feel? If, if the words that come out of that is, I would feel better, I would feel more complete, I would feel happy, then there's a good reason to be able to do that. So let's look at the, let's look at the definitions and the differences between resolutions, goals, and intentions, because I think that's what we do. We traditionally, you've heard it, write your goals down and they'll come true. And there is some truth to that. If you write them down, you're manifesting the opportunity for them more. And then making New Year's resolutions, they end up kind of turning into goals. So let's look at the first one, resolutions here. Here's how it's defined in in the dictionary. A firm decision to do or not to do something. Firm decision to do or not to do something. So at this point, it's black or white. So I could make a firm decision that I'm going to work out at the gym three times this week. And if I don't, I'm going to feel bad about myself. And then I'm going to say next week, I'm going to work out three times. And if I don't, there's a moment I'm going to feel bad about myself because I'm not giving myself any creation of why that's important to me. We're driven by the desire of why, not what or how. Let's look at the definition of goals. The object of a person's ambition, effort, aim, or desire as a result. Well, that's, that's fine. I get that. So if I choose to do that and I say, I'm going to work out for one hour, three days a week, then I've really, com- I've really committed to something. But if I don't do it, I'm still going to feel bad about it. And I can strive to keep wanting to do that. Now let's look at how you define intentions. An act or instance of determining mentally upon an action or result. A purpose or attitude toward the effect of one's actions. So there was a very key word in that right there, and it was determining mentally upon an action. So let's go back to the word why. Why do you want to work out three times a week? Because you haven't finished that sentence yet. Why do you want to make more money? Why do you want a new car, a new house? Why do you want a relationship? Why do you want any of those things? When you can answer the why, then you've created an intention that has an energy for action. Instead of just words, you're creating an energy for action. And that's what intentions are all about. So for 2016, instead of writing New Year's resolutions or establishing all of your goals, we're going to look at how to create 
your intentions for 2016. Now, my intention this year is uh, how I like to do it is I like to create kind of a, a paragraph. I narrow that down to a sentence and then I narrow that down to a word. So I'm just writing. I'm writing what I want and why I want it. And it's more of a feeling-based conversation with myself, not necessarily, you know, bullet points or one, two, three type of thing. It's not very strategic yet. It's more of what do I want to feel? How do I, who do I want to be going into this new year? And so I can narrow down my intention to one single word. And my word this year is vision. I intend to seek a deeper, more powerful vision to and towards all of my actions and efforts. So for me, that's kind of instead of having my head down in my phone or in my computer or in my thoughts is for me, it's really kind of like picking my chin up and really looking out and around outside of me, inside of me and around me. What's going on around me? How can any of this serve me so that I can serve others? How can any of this support me so that I can serve others? So my word this year is vision. Now, my word last year was shine. So I'm going to share with you uh, a story about how that word came to life for me last year as soon as we come back from a break. So if you're interested in a little bit more on this, then feel free to tweet me or Facebook me at Bonnie's, uh, at my show, Bonnie Bonadeo, or my show, Beauty Inside and Out Show. And let me know what, uh, what your intentions are. I'd love to hear them. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations, live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. And our show is titled Be You in This New Year, and it's part of a six-week series that we're doing. And today we're talking about how to create your intentions And we're going to be talking about how to develop your personal brand as well. Because if you can establish your intentions and a personal brand for this year, I promise you, you're going to have a better year. I promise you things are going to come to you. I promise you, you're going to create that energy and draw things towards you that um, you've wanted to accomplish or things that you've wanted to maybe change about yourself. So as I was sharing from the first segment that my word this year is vision. And this includes, vision includes all parts of my life, not just business, you know, or personal, but usual things like eating, exercising, relationships, taking care of myself, you know. Um, But more importantly, how I want to be seen, viewed, how I want to be a contribution of myself and a contribution to others in the world. And having vision as my word means that I, I see things, I want to desire and see things as they are, and see things as they could be. So last year, I put my word, and I put it on a white rock. So it's kind of like a white, white rock um, theory. And last year, I wrote shine on a white rock. And I got to tell you, I had an amazing opportunity to shine last year. I ended up on the cover of a major uh, salon beauty industry publication. I authored my second book that went to an international bestseller. I had more work and more opportunities come to me. And I mind you, after the story I just shared with you that I gave up, surrendered, took a job, realized it was not a good decision. And then everything just started to kind of come to fruition because I said, you know what? No, this year I'm supposed to shine, not be dull. I'm supposed to shine. And I really had a lot of opportunities to shine this last year, including this radio station opportunity. So thank you for joining me and listening to me and share it with your friends. We've got so much more to talk about, and I'd love to hear your ideas as well. So let's talk about what I mean here when I say that my vision and the word that I'm using here is the desire to see things as they are and as they could be. Okay, because it's there's two there's two arenas to that. One is to accept things as they are. Okay, to stop fighting, stop playing the victim, stop stop n- taking care of everybody else and not taking care of you. If in fact it doesn't serve you or you're not well or happy or joyful, then is taking care of other people bringing you joy? But are you sacrificing yourself in the process of it? So accepting things as they are is you know for me it's a I'm someone who moves fast, I think fast, I expect fast, and sometimes things don't come to me very fast. Sometimes it's not the right timing for them to come to me, and I get very frustrated, and I'm, I would consider myself to be an extremely impatient person. <laughs> and I understand that that may be not something that I can change. You know, you know the saying, 
the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Sometimes divine timing is really me having patience and allowing it to come to me when it's supposed to come to me. And when it does, you know, if I've desired something long enough and it does, then it, it, it couldn't be any more perfect. It's like, oh, this is the perfect time for this. The other side of it is, is to see things differently and choose not to accept certain stories that you've been telling yourself or certain stories that other people have been telling you. So it could be hardships or family uh, situations. It could be the way things are done at work. You know, that saying where it's like, well, that's the way we've always done it, so we're just going to keep doing it that way. And yet you see maybe something different for it to really challenge the status quo. And for me, having vision as my word this year is to be bigger than I think I'm equipped to handle because that's challenging to me. If I just kind of keep doing things the same, then I'm going to get the same. But I want to be able to see things bigger than I think I'm equipped to handle. And that's really what's going to challenge me to go in the next year. So what are some things that you can do to be able to not only design your intention, and really it's just something as simple as coming, what's a word you want to represent this year? What's that feeling you want to evoke in yourself and towards others for this year? And so... If mine is vision, here are some other ways that I kind of bring it to life. So from the inside, I journal. I get a lot of my thoughts out, and I journal. And I write, and I write, and I write, and I write. And it kind of frees me from having it stuck in my head or stopping me from being able to move on, especially when I go back and read my journal and I see the repetitive approach I have towards things. And I'm like, ugh, got to break that habit, right? I also do a lot of visualization techniques. Uh, you can ask my son about that. I drive him crazy with that. You know, he's a major baseball player, and I always say, you know, it's you just have to visualize that the ball is coming at your bat and that you're hitting it, right? So it's because it's a mental piece. When you're up and when you're on that plate, it's mental. It's not, you know, like strategy. You get a ball coming at you 80, 90 miles an hour. It's there's hardly little strategy to that. It's it's a very mental moment that you're having in seconds, as a matter of fact. So we do a lot of visualization techniques. And then I also meditate every day, as often as I can. There are days that I don't, but I really try to make sure that I'm creating some time, even if it's five minutes, to be able to carve out, to be able to meditate. But 20 minutes is kind of like my max before I'm like getting, getting edgy and wanting to think, move, and be in action type of thing. And then from the outside, you know, as a coach, I also have a coach. Because that's important to me. i only as good to other people as I can in supporting myself in the same work that I'm doing. So I have a coach. I also do vision boards. I think that those are fun, cutting out stuff from a magazine. And, you know, it's, it's like playtime. It's like being back in kindergarten and slapping the purple glue on the back of it and creating a vision for myself. And then looking at it later and realizing, wow, I accomplished so much of what I put on a board at the beginning of the year. And not even having an awareness of it, but just kind of putting it out there. I also attend spiritual practices, whether that's with my church, uh, a yoga class, or maybe climbing a mountain here in beautiful Arizona. Although that is not happening now because we are getting more rain than we know what to do with. There's also the silly side to keeping my intentions intact. I have friends that are intuitives or spiritual advisors, and so I, I, um, I really... I really honor their gift that they have, and I honor it in a way of being able to have it guide me sometimes, when even when my life is good or when my life is not going good. Um, I read horoscopes and astrology. I'm sorry. I'm one of those. I figured if Galileo did it millions of years ago, then why can't I? 
And But there are days that I'm just not feeling whole and complete, and I'll pop on a horoscope, and it will just, it'll say something that will inspire me. Or it will confirm that, you know what, today's things are in retrograde, so just take it easy. And I'll be like, oh, okay, great. It doesn't have to be truth, and it doesn't have to be real, and it doesn't have to be, you know, strategic sometimes in order to kind of like keep the spirit or the intention of what you want alive. But the most important thing that I do is I speak my truth and I share my intentions and my visions with others. And that kind of holds me accountable. So I remember sitting at the table and telling a couple of friends, I said, you know what, I want to author a book. And they're like, oh, how are you going to do that? What are you going to write about? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it and I don't know what I'm going to write about. So I didn't have the answers of how and what. I just knew that one of the things I wanted to do is be expressive. And my why was a book will allow me to be expressive. And sure enough, a couple months later, I had somebody that uh, called me up and wanted me to participate with them in a collaborative book effort. And we have now two international best-selling books going on. I only created that intention of that. And it was, and it came true. So one of the things I know as a coach is that when you create these intentions, it's kind of like you're creating that space for yourself to just say, you know what? No. I, I said I was going to be visionary this year, so I'm going to do whatever I can to be visionary. The other thing that I really look at doing is focusing in on my personal brand. Now, I know a lot of times you guys understand what a brand is. You know, all products have brands. You know, we could say Starbucks, Nike, any of those type of companies, and you would know what their brand is. You would be able to define what it is. It's not always what they offer, and it's not always what they make or produce or manufacture or what they sell. Sometimes their brand is more of a message or a feeling. And it really supports the demographics or the sell-through or the clientele that they're serving. So if you think of Nike as a brand and you tie into their tagline, just do it, it motivates you to get up and then you imagine the commercials that they have or the girls running through the desert or, you know, challenging yourself to be better or, the, you know, the, whatever it is. And you get that vision. And then that vision supports you in being able to have a similar vision for yourself. Okay. But let's talk about what a personal brand really means. I want you to think about any other brand, whatever your favorite brand is. And I want you to think about what kind of feeling it evokes in you. So one of my favorite brands is Starbucks. I know, I know. I don't, I'm not one of those people that stands in line for hours to be able to get a Starbucks. I mean, I literally just buy the bag of it at the you know, Costco or the grocery store, and then I grind it at home and stick it in my little brewer or my French press and enjoy my cup of coffee. And I can count on that being the same every time I brew it. And I get that enjoyment out of it. But I also like what Starbucks represents and how it, they're not just about coffee. They're really about creating an experience for people. I mean, otherwise people would not be hanging out there all day long at a Starbucks if it wasn't a good experience. So their brand is more of the experience than it is the cup of coffee. So I want you to think about it now from your perspective. What is your brand? What do you evoke? What feeling do you evoke for others? in your presence? What feeling do you evoke for yourself? What's that, that, that thing that you say about yourself or that other people say about you that, that when they're like, oh, you're so, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I am. I am so whatever, whatever that is. It's probably and potentially could be your brand. Now, 
I like uh, I like reading Seth Godin's. He has little daily um, inspirational emails that I signed up for. So every day I can count on going into my inbox and there'll be a Seth Godin message. And some of them are maybe a sentence long, some are a paragraph, maybe sometimes there are a couple of paragraphs. But here's what, how he defines brand. A set of expectation, memories, stories that are taken together account for a consumer's decision to choose one product or service over another. And if the consumer does not pay a premium or make a selection or spread the word, then no brand value exists. Now, you might ask, why am I sharing this with you now if I'm talking about brand? Because I want you to think about yourself. What is your personal brand? What is it that other people want, desire, or want to buy from you? And I don't mean physically what you sell. They buy your energy, buy your essence, want to be near you because you offer something for them, that you emanate something. The good, there's a good chance that it's your brand. So we're going to talk a little bit about more brand after we take this next break here because I'm going to throw some at you and I want you to think about them as I'm talking about them. And then we're going to help you. I'm going to give you some questions of how to be able to uncover and discover what your own brand is. So we'll be right back. Again, tweet me, Bonnie Bonadeo one if you want to share with me what your brand is or what your intentions are for this year. Um, and if you want to know more about this or if you want the transcript of this particular show as well because um, it's all written out. Um, as a program, then uh, you can email me, bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. All right, we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Up Close with Chris Tinney is now on Voice America Variety. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, Chris brings you the thought leaders, activists, and socially responsible entrepreneurs taking action for the environment doing business in a new way, and helping the underprivileged. Call in or listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, and learn how the small decisions you make today have a big impact on our small planet in the future. Tune in to Up Close with Chris Tinney on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be part of the inner revolution sweeping the planet. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio with Beth Green on the Voice America Variety Channel. And now, also enjoy Beth's channel, Inner Revolutionary TV, on voiceamerica.tv. See inspiring videos about our guests and the inner revolution. Hear commentaries that will help clarify our time. And watch interviews of people who will matter to you. Think outside the box. Watch Inner Revolutionary TV on voiceamerica.tv. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. I am really excited. for first of six series here at this point, and today we're talking about uh, being you in the new year, and then also how to develop your personal brand, how to create your intentions and develop your personal brand. So I went through intentions um, and being able to understand that a goal and a resolution is based on the how and the what. An intention is based on the why. And if you could be really clear on the why, so clear on the why, the how and the what will naturally come to you. You'll figure it out. You won't have to stress about the how or the what if your why is so strong, the desire of your why is so strong, it will happen. That's that point of transformation where people do remarkable things or all of a sudden they lose 100 pounds or, you know, run a marathon and they've never been an active person like that ever. It was because they had a desire of a why that was so strong that all the what and the how kind of seemed to work itself out. So now we're talking about having a personal brand. And really, you know, what's the reason for having a personal brand? Well, I'll tell you. It's going to give you a foundation to begin from. Just like anything, you have to have a strong foundation. It also creates a purpose for you to strive for and a reason to say yes to things. And it'll allow you to have more ease in making choices and decisions in life. So my brand is connecting. And I am all about connection. So I'm connecting people to people. I'm connecting people to themselves. I'm connecting people to thoughts. I'm connecting people to looking at why they're challenged in life with certain things. I connect people in business. I, uh, you know, connect people outside of business. I'm actually one of those people that I could be in a grocery store and people will inevitably ask me a question where something is or how to find something or do I know where. Um, and I'm thinking, um, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, there was a while, a while there where I would get really frustrated when people would ask me stuff like that because I'd think I'm in, I'm in like, you know, yoga clothes or something. I don't look like I work here. But the truth is, is they must have felt safe in asking me. Otherwise, they wouldn't have. And when they did, I realized that that was my way of being a contribution back. Now, maybe I didn't have all the answers, and a lot of times I don't. But I took the time to be able to support them in some way. I contributed to them in some way, and I helped them out. And so I'm, I, I get that people come to me like that. I also get I'm the person who's in the elevator talking to people and uh, standing in line, you know, uh, waiting for something, maybe a Starbucks coffee. I'm talking to people, and I'm making connections. And it's not like networking. I'm not talking about, like, I'm a good networker because that's not my thing at all. It's that I naturally want to connect with other people. And with that, other people want to naturally connect back to me. So it's real easy. All right. So let's look at how we can develop your brand. Now, I'm going to throw out a few things here, and I just want you to put some thought around them. A brand can be a person, place, or a thing. Okay? So you could figure out all the things. So an iPhone is a brand, right? And there's a reason why people buy iPhones. Coca-Cola is a brand. And it's probably the best-selling brand along with, and you know, Apple. The other things are places. So Starbucks is a place. It has a brand. Disneyland, Las Vegas, all of those. You could come up with a brand. And it's, a lot of times it's a tagline that resonates it. It's our perception of what we say it is. But it's also a strategic perception that they've created us to believe in. So it kind of goes both ways. And th- now let's talk about people. So if I mentioned Oprah. 
or Lady Gaga, you could come up with a few words that would describe those type of people. And if I said, uh, you know, Tiger, Tiger Woods, you would come up with another couple of words for that as well. And I mean, he's a perfect example of having like an enormous brand and a lot of brand followers. And then all of a sudden having a fall of himself because what he was being was not his authentic self. And when some of that truth came out, it affected his entire brand existence. And he doesn't to this day really have a good, positive, strong brand in the perception and minds of others because what people say, and not just me, is that he never really owned up to what he did. He never authentically connected back to what he did. They just tried to cover it up. And, of course, he continued to lose a lot of his endorsements and sponsorships in the process of that. So your brand can be good, and your brand can work against you if it's not authentic. So let's look at ways to be able to develop your own brand. Now, there's a brand that's called... There's a brand that's kind of like from the inside, your internal brand, and then there's your external brand. The internal brand is who you are, how you grew up, things that happened to you, your experiences. The external brand is how you express those out. Okay? So if you had a really difficult time in your life at one point and it was a hardship, if you, aren't ex- if you haven't healed or expressed that out, you're covering it up. And what that's doing is disconnecting you from who you really are. And in that disconnect, other people aren't going to be attracted to you. So you have to be able to be free to express yourself or heal yourself if there's something that happened. You know, it's just like those tragedies, those stories where maybe somebody lost uh, a child to, you know, some tragic event or a kidnapping or something like that. And then they end up, instead of withholding or breaking apart internally and externally, they actually go create a, you know, a foundation to be able to help other kids. It's a healing process for them. But then what it does is it gives them a purpose to be able to do that. So let's look at some other things of how important a, having a personal brand is. When you have a brand that fits who you are on the inside to who you are on the outside, it's like being in synchronist, synchronistic integrity of yourself. You're not hiding something. You're not feeling ashamed. You're not feeling as though the world shouldn't know what you're about. And you're in alignment with who you are. And so other people are drawn to you. It's like the law of attraction. I can't explain it. I'm not a physicist. I can't explain it. But I can tell you that it's true. (laughs) Now, in this My Brand Connection, when I'm at my best, I'm connecting with others, emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally. When I'm feeling bad about myself, I can usually always narrow it down to the fact that I am feeling disconnected from others, my space, my friends, my family, my loved ones, my world. So the minute I'm not at my best, I need to get back out into the world and connect. Now, it might be picking up my phone and going on Facebook or Instagram. It might be literally using the phone to call somebody, which we hardly do anymore. It might be just going to a local Starbucks and just being in the energy of other people to just kind of bring that out in me, you know, going and visiting my family, calling a loved one. Any of those things is going to create that connection for me to feel better about myself. Like that's what I, that's what my drive is. That's how I'm designed and that's what fulfills me. So if I'm disconnected, I'm not at my best. When I'm connected, I'm at my best. Now, I can wallow in my self-pity just like anybody else. 
And I know it because I, there are times that I'm not true to myself. But here's what I know is true, that I absolutely positively need to continue to connect myself with others and connect myself with my life in multiple ways in order to be able to have that life with purpose, to be able to fulfill that life that I'm looking for. So my intention this year of having a vision, a bigger vision, and my brand being a connector is that then I can see and seek opportunities to connect. There's no hiding out. There's no me playing a victim anymore. I have a clear vision of what I want. And whether that is in the future tomorrow or in the very far future, I have expectations of being able to make sure that I'm connecting things to be able to have that vision come to life. Now, I know I'm getting all woo-woo on you now, and you know, don't worry as we progress through this six-week series, uh, you'll see where I'm, my weaknesses, you'll see my challenges, you'll see my resistance to change and my lack of understanding of how my own willpower can affect and defeat me. Like in a New York minute, I can go from, I know that I should be eating better and yet I'm still picking up that cookie and putting it in my mouth, right? Know it. So my word vision means that I have to be visionary. I have to see beyond what I know, what I believe, beyond what I can comprehend and live with the courage knowing that the fear right in front of me might be kicking my ass in this moment, but it doesn't have to kick my ass in the next moment. Now, when we, I want to be able to get through this next piece before we take another break here. So I want you to think about what, what are your greatest fears? Because they're always going to stop you. And the truth is, is they're probably not going to go away. So when my fear is at its greatest, I know that I have to get more connected. I have to courageously pick up the phone and maybe call that customer that I'm thinking, oh, they're going to say no. But I don't know that. So maybe I'm going to pick up the phone and call that customer and they're going to say yes. I have to go to the people. I go online. I do all of those things in order to create that type of connection. So I want you to think about what was your hardship? What are you covering up right now? And if you uncovered it, how would that be more of an expression of really who you are instead of a shameful hiding out that you don't want people to know? I want you to look at what you fear most and you do it anyway. I want you to think, who am I and what am I afraid of? And what do I really want to be? And why is it important for me to not hold back anymore? Why is it important for me to find something that I can grab hold of and run with? I want you to think about what makes your heart sing. What drags you to bed every day? What do you love to do and what do others love about you? What do you love about yourself? Any of those things, you could probably narrow it down and uncover what your brand is in there. Now, your brand is you. It's, it doesn't change. My intentions change every year. So last year, my intention was to shine. This year, my intention is to be vision, visionary. My brand doesn't change. My brand is always my foundation. It's who I am, and it's how I've kind of come into this world, and it's how I'm at my best. So my tagline is connecting you to you. So I put all of that, I put my brand in my taglines with my businesses and personally. Now, I want you to think about what's not a brand here in this last few bits before we take another break. What's not your brand is what you do. So your job, your role, your title, those are not your brand. That's just what you do. It's not who you are. 
It's also the roles you play. So if you're a mom, a sister, a yoga instructor, um, you know, hairdresser, uh, teacher, any of those things, that's not your brand either. That's just the role you play because you play many roles in life, right? Your credentials are not your brand. So for all you people that have prefixes and extensions and all those letters on the beginning or the end of your name, that's not your brand. Again, it might serve your brand purpose. So if you're a doctor and your brand is, you know, that to heal others, then yeah, that makes sense. You chose to be a doctor because you had a, such a desire to be able to heal others. So it would make sense, but your brand is not that you're a doctor. Your brand might be that you're a healer, okay? Your brand is you when you're in action, and it's an action word. So it has to have a verb in it. It has to be a verb in motion and unconsciously and consciously you. And that, that thing that you make excuses about, that you're so, you know, like people are like, oh, you're so talkative, you're so passionate, you know, it's because it's me being my brand of wanting to connect with other people. So think about what your brand is. Think about outside of the roles you play and the things that you do. And then when we come back from break, I'm going to give you some steps on how to be able to uncover what that brand is. All right. Don't forget to tweet me, Facebook me, Beauty Inside and Out Show. I want to hear all your intentions and your brands for this year. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're here talking about how to be you for the new year, but not just for the new year, how to live a life you love for the rest of your life. And we talked about intentions in the first segment here, so feel free to revert back to that in an archive. You can also find me on iTunes as well um, or go to uh, voiceamerica.com and uh, on the Variety Channel. It's Bonnie Bonadeo, Beauty Inside and Out, and you can participate with this in our six-week series that we're doing here. So right right now, we're talking about how to be able to develop your own brand. So I got five steps to being able to develop your own brand. Now, there's an uncovering process. might take you a little while to be able to do it, and I promise you at the end, there's an opportunity that I can share with you that will work with you more closely to be able to uncover your own brand. But here's step number one. What do you appreciate about yourself? 
What do you really love about yourself? Now, if you could list five things, that's really great. A lot of people are like, oh, I got three things I like about myself, but five, that's pushing it a little bit, okay? So what do you really appreciate about yourself? Think of what other people say to you as well. Number two, what is something you're really proud of that you've accomplished? Maybe it's a special feature or a talent or you, some big accomplishment that you've done. And then how does that translate to others? So we could use the example here that maybe you ended up, um, you know, getting your doctrine and um, you're proud of that. I mean, that's really something to be proud of, right? And it is a special feature and it is a talent that you have. And how it translates to others is that you want to be a healer. Okay, so that was the example that we used earlier. Number three, who do you want to be in your tribe or circle of connections? Think about it from a marketer's standpoint. They're very clear who they want to be their buyer. Okay, they don't, they're not elusive. Like we're going to create a product and we're just going to throw it up against the wall and see if it sticks. And then we'll see who buys it and then we'll start gearing and directing our product ideas and formulations or whatever and innovation around them. No, no. A marketer is very clear on who their buyer is. So I want you to think about who are the people you want in your life? Who are the people you want to attract based on who you're being? Because that's going to bring them to you when you're really clear on who you want in your life. And I'm not just talking about, you know, hang around. If you want to be rich, hang around rich people because it's going to make you rich type of thing. Like who are the people that make your heart sing? And make you smile and, uh, you know, big smiles and maybe even giggle. Those are the kind of people you want to attract around you because they're bringing some spirit to you. All right. Number four, what is it that you could offer another? And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about products or even talents, you know, so... Don't even think about it from a service. What do you offer another person? You, it could be love, compassion, listening, forgiveness, uh, any of those type of words. What's in it for them to want to attract or connect with you? And it has to feel good. It has to be something that feels good. It can't be a transaction. It has to be something that feels good. And number five, what is your unique selling position? Okay, so what is it you say that you're great at? And I want you to think about this from a bumper sticker. If you could put who you are, sum it up, the essence of you on a bumper sticker, what would it say? What would it say if you could add who you are to a bumper sticker? Now, in that little sentence that you have on a bumper sticker, there is a verb in there. There's most likely a verb, an action word that's in there. And that could potentially be your brand. So here's, here's the final piece on this. What is your reason for existing? What do you want your last days to be? What do you want people to say about you? What's your reason for existing? What is the contribution that you bring to others and the world? Now, when you uncover that and figure that out, you will know what your brand is. And the world starts coming to you and you have more clarity in your personal deliverables and your business life seems to have more easefulness to it. And you probably could potentially start enjoying your job more because you're going to focus on the things that, that kind of represent your brand. So I know when I have to be in spreadsheets or QuickBooks, I'm not happy, not happy at all. There's no connection to me in numbers. That's not my thing. But when I'm creating my radio show content or finding guests or having conversations with people or, you know, on the road training other people or coaching somebody, I'm, that's when I'm at my best. I know that that's when I'm connecting. I'm not a person that's connecting with numbers. Now, if you're an accountant, that may be what excites you. 
connecting with numbers and figuring out formulations and all of that stuff. That may be what excites you. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not who I am. But your brand will make you happy. It'll make you shine. Others will notice and say things like, like, oh, you seem like you're so focused or things are going well for you because you're in your element. Remember, you know, back in the day when it's like, I'm in my zone. When you are being your brand, authentically you, nothing's stopping you from being who you really are. People notice and people will attract to you and you become you, the best version of you and the intended version of you, the authentic you. So today is about you finding you. And part of that is really having an understanding of your brand. And it's being comfortable with who you are. And it's being responsible in the actions towards yourself and others. And I say yourself and others because you have to take care of you first in order for other people to want to be in your life. Accepting yourself and owning it. Owning who you are. Hardships and all. Non-negotiable integrity. You know, being, being your word and then always discovering that best you continually and ongoing. My brand stays the same. My intention same is what changes, okay? So I am, you, I, I am who I am, says Popeye. My intentions change as I grow and evolve and become more content in my own skin. But my brand is always me wanting to connect because I know that's what makes my heart sing. It makes me shine, okay? So... I want you to think about what your brand could be. Now, I'm really, really appreciative that you're joining me on this first series of Series 1, but I want to share with you also what's coming up in the next series here. So next week in Series 2, or or the second session of the series here, we're going to be all about nutrition. Yes, I'm joining the bandwagon. I'm not going to say it's not important, and the truth is, is I need it. I need to hear it for myself because I'm still eating holiday cookies at home after I said to myself, oh, I'm going to eat healthy this year. I need to be reminded of my diet that uh, that my diet of dark chocolate and wine may not sustain me for what I'm trying to accomplish this year, my big vision, right? So session two, my guest Tosca Reno is on a mission to inspire people and transform their lives as she has for herself. So she's got personal transformation here. And she's a New York bestselling author of many books. And she's going to talk to us about nutrition. So I'm very excited about session two. Session three, we have a mental health professional and our very own on Voice America here, Sandra Reich. So uh, she is a, a clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and a couples relationship guru. And so I'm going to ask her for advice as well. I need that. We're going to have a fitness expert, my friend G. Pelletieri, an emotional health expert, my beautiful business partner, Alejandra Cruz-Fully. And then we're going to close with a spiritual guru for the year to be able to help you in that spiritual thing. And as promised, I wanted to share with you that if you need help in uncovering what your brand is or, or really focusing in on what you want your intentions to be so that you can accomplish the things that you want to accomplish, be the person that you want to be, and love your life, then um, there's two ways you can do that. One is you can set up some coaching calls with me, and I'm offering a complimentary coaching session for anybody. So you're going to need to email me, bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com, B-O-N-A-D-E-O, bonniebonadeo.com. So you can go to my website, bonniebonadeo.com as well. Now, Stages is a public speaking course that we offer. We're going to be doing one in Phoenix. It's two days, February 21 and 22 in Phoenix, Arizona. You can go to www.napevents.com to be able to find out about that. Um, And that we spend an entire half a day on being able to develop your 
personal brand. So don't forget to join us for the next series. We're excited to have you here. And I'm really, really thrilled to be able to offer these uh, awesome guests that are coming on the show. And here's to you being you and being the best, beautiful person that you can be for 2016 and beyond. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 